An eye for an eye will only make the whole world blind. Mahatma Gandhi Peace is not the absence of conflict. It is the ability to handle conflict by a peaceful means. Ronald Reagan Hi, I'm Isaac Hayes. And I'm Michelle Hayes. On today's podcast, we're going to be talking about rules of engagement, how to handle conflict in a way that doesn't kill you. So today we're talking about rules of engagement. And one of the cool things that I felt a lot about our previous episode where we were talking about premises is that rules of engagement has pretty much been one of the premises that we've used throughout our basically 21 years of marriage. I wanted to read to you guys the definition of rules of engagement. It's a little bit long, but it's important for you to understand because there's some key strategic concepts that it talks about here. And believe it or not, as crazy as it may seem, sometimes, you know, handling conflict um, is not really just trying to avoid it. Sometimes you just got to embrace it. Right. True. So um, uh, rules of engagement um, are the internal rules or directives among military forces that define the circumstances, conditions, degrees and manner in which you use force or actions which might be construed as provocative may be applied. They provide authorization and or limits on, among other things, the use of force and the employment of certain capabilities. In some nations, rules of engagement, or ROE, have the status of guidance to military forces. In other nations, they're actually the law, and they, you know, they would provide as lawful commands. Rules of engagement do not necessarily dictate how the results must be achieved, but they do indicate what measures are acceptable and unacceptable. So, um, for example, rules of engagement, you know, in today's modern warfare is that, you know, we shouldn't have chemical warfare, right? And uh, chemical warfare is, you know, super destructive. It, it, It kills massive amounts of people. It kills everything, and, and it's just something that we all, all nations agree is wrong. So I want to kind of put a pause before we jump into this, because it sounds like we're talking about war. Yeah, I was going to ask you, are you trying to make a likeness between resolving a conflict in marriage to like having a battle? No, and absolutely not. I think that sometimes when you're having a, a fight or resolving a conflict, it feels like a battle. It feels like a war, mm-hmm. but it should not really. That's a bad perspective. If that, you know. If, I think that uh, conflicts are not not wars that are supposed to be fought and won, right? Where one somebody somebody wins over the other, because in a marriage everybody loses when there's a war, right? Right, right. Everybody, and so the the key is really, if anything, to handle conflict in a way that that you really don't do that. But it's also important to have some rules of engagement or, or, or basically rules, established behaviors that you can and cannot do. Yeah, maybe um, to, to inflict the least amount of damage. When you, you have conflict to deal with, yeah, right? Yeah, I can see that. Thanks, by the way, my lovely wife is always thinking ahead <laughs> of everything. Michelle's the greatest, literally the greatest. Oh, no offense on. to go any of you on. girls <laughs> and women out there. Please don't take that serious to me. She's the greatest thing that I, that I could ever wish to have. So I'm super oh, lucky to be with her. Stop. <laughs> go on. Anyway, so uh, on a lighter side, on a lighter side, let me. I'll, I'll try my hand in, in comedy again. So, uh, true story. Um, uh, so the other day, uh, Michelle and I were, were having an argument, 
And uh, right in the middle of the argument, I was winning the argument. I was totally killing it. I had my points. I had all of the stuff. I was right on top of it. And you know what she started doing? She took off her shirt and she took off her bra. And right then I knew it. It was a booby trap. <laughs> Got you. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> I swear you that said joke's it so was dumb. a true story. Yeah, no, it's you not. Said it's, it was not a true story. Story. <laughs> it's not a true story. It's a dumbest joke I ever. Don't know. But, Try it, girls. Maybe it'll work. I don't know. I'm pretty sure it'll work. I'm pretty sure it'll work. <laughs> You're really mad here. Oh, that might sidetrack the guy. Yeah, it'll definitely sidetrack him. Um, uh, so, uh, want want to talk a, a little bit about arguing today, and I think that it's super important to have some established game game rules you know um we all know that every time you play monopoly the rules are on the box that doesn't keep everybody from not fighting oh yeah but if they do get in a fight those rules are on the box and it does help but nobody really wrote rules for for life right no, no nobody wrote rules for how no, to do but this but we do have some innate kind of notions of what is fair and what is good and, and you know it can vary from person to person but there are some you know general things that we all tend to follow, you know, mm-hmm. honoring, respecting, loving, things of that nature, I think. Yeah, absolutely. You, you get into this whole thing, these things that are like definitions, you know. Um, uh, for me, there are certain definitions in life that have really changed me to make me kind of conceive things in a different light. That's kind of like what we were talking about in our previous episode, having these right premises. Right. And one of these uh, that we want to talk about is about conflict resolution. So I want to talk about uh, a particular one that really made an impact to me early on in, 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 in our marriage. And actually kind of, it was really brought into by um, uh, our, the person that helped us a lot in our marriage in, in the very beginning, which is Scott. Scott helped us a lot because he told me, hey, we had to have rules of engagement. And the first rule that I, just the very aspect of thinking rules of engagement, that seems so weird, um, but, it, but it helped us determine what we couldn't do yeah and one of the first things we did is i i call this one the no nuclear rule so you may have different rules of what you do and what you don't do and and, it, and if you don't have rules i really encourage you in your and your relationships to create rules they they help establish you know that you can talk about anything you just have to talk about it in a certain way Right. That you can talk about, you know, deal with hard stuff because life is about hard stuff, but that there has to be ways that you go about that. You can't just do this. So the first rule I wanted to say, encourage or, you know, give you an example of is in our life, it's the no nuclear uh, rule. And um, what I mean by that. So um, no nuclear bombs allowed is or, you know, you can call it no chemical warfare is we have this kind of rule and, and I'm not going to be, you know, I'm not going to uh, lie to you. There's definitely times when we've broken the rule over the last, you know, 20 well, years. How did you think we came up with the rule to yeah, begin with? We, we had to come up with the rule <laughs> to begin with by breaking it, right? We had to know that it was there, <laughs> that it was going to be an issue. Uh, but one of the things about no nuclear bomb slot is, is we don't threaten anything that we're definitely, you know, uh, that we, we just don't threaten certain things like, no, no threat of violence or anything of that nature, right? Yeah. Um, uh, it, no, no, or use of you know force or stuff of that nature. Uh, no threaten of I want a divorce, right? 
right. or similarities to that. Like, not necessarily I don't want a divorce, but if you don't do this now, this is over, you know. Just like a vindication, uh, too. Just like any, any kind of indication. Oh, yeah, well, if you're going to do that, then I'm going to do this, you know, payback type. Which brings us back to the eye for an eye quote, you know. If you, if you do this to me, then I do that to you. Well, I mean... What's going to end up happening is we're going to pick our eyes out and then we're just going to end up blind. And and to me, uh, you know, the deeper kind of, I guess, truth behind this is that we there's a real big difference between discipline and punishment. And I and I know in marriage you're, you're thinking discipline. Wait, wait a second. He's not going to discipline me or she's not going to tell me what to do and discipline me. No, let's think of it as its true root. Discipline actually comes from the word disciple, which basically means. And so the concept of discipline is not punishment. It's actually truly the opposite. It's like, hey, if we're going to work through this together and, you know, you have something to teach me or I have something to learn from you, which guess what? You know, honestly, in a marriage, we have I have plenty to learn from her. Um, uh, And I don't know. She doesn't have that much stuff to learn from me. But um, uh, (laughs) I try. Oh, so <laughs> modest. Isaac, you guys, Isaac is constantly trying to show me new stuff because he is a perpetual learner. So, yeah. Well, that sounded wrong. I'm not trying to show her new stuff. Like, <laughs> I mean, no, I, I'm very curious in yes, life. Very, so, very, very, very curious. curious. Full of and knowledge. So I, I, I read and I learn a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Anyways, but the concept behind that is, is that you want to to help each other out in some of these things and not really to try to punish. Punish only intends to basically hurt one party, right? Or hurt somebody or and create consequences, which often, if you look at these consequences, are way more extreme than the actual deed, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, you know, cutting the hand off for, for stealing. What? I was like, okay, dude, you know, somebody takes $250 from you. How much is your hand worth? A priceless. lot more than fifty bucks. It you is know? priceless. It's priceless, right? So there's there's a lot of these concepts out there in punishment that are ridiculous compared to the actual, you know, crime. And and that's important. In marriage, you shouldn't have any punishment. If and if you're practicing punishment, then then stop. Find find something, you know, stop and find some healthy ways to deal with your conflict that that aren't dealing with punishment. And so that no nuclear bombs allowed rule is basically really, if anything, saying, you know, you're going to have some stuff in between, like some here things where you didn't realize you were punishing them. I totally get that. But you can't go nuclear. Yeah. Right. Period. Yeah. You can't go. I'm going to divorce you. I can't do that. That's no, you can't do that. Yeah. There's going to be some times where you may have talked to her in the wrong tone of voice or you may have raised your voice. You may have yelled. You may have even said some some mean stuff. Some bad words. That's <laughs> yeah, a podcast for family. We can't really say the kind of stuff that people say. Well, you did um, say that joke. Yeah, but well, okay. Um, uh, so you're going to say some different stuff like that. But, you know, it, it's got to, it, realistically, those things are going to possibly happen. But you stay away from the nuclear stuff. Why? Because yeah. you want to have something to rebuild. You know, nobody wants to go back to scorched earth, right? Yeah. And uh, it's like, how do you come back from that? Even if you didn't mean it, it really hurts. It wreaks havoc. Hey, and you talking about punishment, and I'm wondering if you let me chime in a little bit. Even Absolutely. This is Sorry. a little yeah. bit off script because we do plan what we're going to say. But this just brings something to mind. Punishment um, in the way of withholding something that 
the other person in the relationship needs. So say that there there's something that is very basic of their needs and you withhold that as a form of punishment. So like sex. <laughs> exactly. Like uh, the, the sex power card, the women withholding sex because they are angry or they're trying to punish. Now I understand if you're, if you're actively in a disagreement and you're not getting along. Well, I also have one for men or men withholding communication. Yes. Or affection or, or affection. you know what? Even more basic, just time a lot of men um that i've that i've seen from uh, other friendships not you isaac but um <laughs> hey, I've, do, I've made mistakes too they I'm will um you. they will they will just go somewhere and just be absent so uh make them the, the the time with them uh a privilege that they remove from from their significant other and that's another way to punish so talking about punishment um using you know um restrictions on what you will and will not provide in your relationship as a punishment that that's just leads to a dead end it really does it doesn't bring any fruit doesn't enlighten anybody it nobody just goes like hurts. oh my god i'm not having sex because i said that one thing to you that other day no yeah. you, you know what never comes and you up know what? With if they do then it doesn't count <laughs> you're like <laughs> you're like you see so yeah punishment i, yeah, I just pun- want to chime in on that it doesn't really bring anything and no. so uh that that's the key it doesn't really bring any any healthy solutions to anything so just avoid it and definitely don't nuclear it yeah. right uh mm-hmm. definitely don't nuclear it so those are the ones that we say you know no threats of violence no threats of i'm leaving no threats of uh etc don't nuclear it the, because those nuclear things the problem is they create such havoc that i've seen so many marriages that have failed just because of the nuclear option not i mean they could have saved their marriage but it, it just creates so much devastation of how you respond to something that some people can just never get over it right yeah yeah um you know talking about conflict resolution i'm wondering uh, if if you guys have thought about any conflict resolution plans, have you guys uh, decided on a way to resolve your conflicts? Do you have in, a plan for doing that? Uh, I was driving down the expressway one time and I was noticing something. Um, the expressway has overpasses and straight roads and whatnot, but I was noticing that there was structures that were put in place um, for drainage. You know, and there was no drain out there or anything. And immediately it was very clear and very evident that that was put in place for, we live in Texas, it was put in place for uh, flash floods. You know, and if there's ever a case of a flash flood over here in Texas, we'll have just sudden dramatic downpours of rain that come out of the blue and, you know, we'll go from dry land to (laughs) swimming in an ocean in just minutes. (laughs) And so these structures have been put in place for that so that if... Uh, the roads start to flood, it doesn't create a deadly situation for the cars on the road so that it creates a way for all that water to flow uh, safely out. And I was, as I was driving, I was thinking, you know, that that can be paralleled to, you know, conflict in marriage. You can have normal conflict and you can know how to resolve it and you can know what to do. But from time to time, you may have your own flash flood you know, where it just pours on you and it just happens. Um, some marriages more than others, some personalities more than others, but do you have a 
plan of action? Do you have a drainage system for that that kind of stuff? For example, um, myself and Isaac tend to be very vocal and we are very outspoken and we're also very, um, we are much, we are much more emotional than a lot of people. So we, we do express ourselves very, um, loudly. (laughs) (laughs) A little. Yeah. So like in our situation, Isaac and I are very passionate. And I don't know if you've ever seen the movie, like the notebook, where passionate people can take it to extremes, you know, one way or the other. (laughs) So it's super romantic one moment. And in the next moment is like, ah, and so Isaac and I are still, you know, in the process, you know, we're ever changing. So I I don't think we'll ever find like a stopping point where we make like a set amount of rules or guidelines because we evolve and change and we do it together. But we have this ongoing, um, you know, set of, guidelines that we will have in case of a flash flood for example uh, one of the things that I've requested from Isaac is if I tell you that I am on the verge of exploding and I'm on the brink and I need to take a break you need to let me take a break and not press the issue any further because I will explode yeah. And that's something that Isaac has honored because he understands that for me once I blow my top it's really hard to come back from that and a lot of destruction happens. Now, Isaac has also asked that we don't leave matters unresolved and just walk away um, and leave leave it pending. And so we do come back and we, and we work things out. But these are little systems and little drainage systems that will keep us from over flooding in case of an emergency. These are really important ones, I would say, at least for our marriage, they've been real critical. As a matter of fact, I, I have to say that, you know, I think that if anything, I was probably the one that created the most problems in not understanding your personality and, at the beginning and, and, and even still mid, mid, mid marriage and so on and so forth. It took a long time, unfortunately, for me to learn this lesson. And I, I, I wish I would have learned it earlier. Yeah, I think the key thing that I want to kind of get us or get the communication across is that, you know, none of us have been uh, perfect from the start. To the contrary, we've been learning over 20 some odd years of marriage, a lot of these little things that we're sharing today and just trying to be real with our audience, because we're hoping that a lot of people start to realize that, you know, marriage isn't really as difficult as it has to be. I think that a lot of the problems is really people just don't know how to transition into the role of marriage. And, and there's there's actual roles, there's actual things that you should do, which is part of our podcast and our mission uh, here in this podcast is to share the values and the, the core values that can help you have a really strong and wonderful, real uh, marriage uh, that, uh, that, that can really just make your life amazing. So, um, uh, that's, that's some of the things we want to do. One of the things as well that we didn't address, and I think is super valuable is something that Michelle and I talk a lot about, um, is, uh, the importance of before you even get in a fight, you have to agree about this. This one probably, I would say, was one of the core ones from the very beginning that helped us get so much traction in our marriage. And that is to listen with the intent to understand, not to answer. 
So I think a lot of times when you start getting in conflicts, your your immediate reaction is, oh, they they said, oh, I can't believe they said that, mm-hmm. you know? And that immediately means you're not listening with the intent to understand them. You're listening with the intent to, you know, respond or to answer them. Yeah, so, are you letting them just talk, but while they're talking, you're thinking about what you're going to say next? Or are you really listening while they talk? Yeah, because I mean, sometimes they can say hurtful things, and it hurts. But yeah. sometimes that hurt you needed to get, you needed to hear that hurt, right? You or, needed or to maybe see beyond just what offended you and try to see the essence of what is being spoken here. Yeah, that's that's even better. Michelle's always better at, at communicating <laughs> the better. Here I go, you know, butchering it, and no, you, you you said it perfectly. No, just two perspectives here. So. Those are critical aspects. And if you're not listening with the intent to understand, and I have to say, that is not something that comes natural. When you're arguing, the natural part is listening with the intent to answer, not the intent to understand. So it's a discipline. It's something that you have to work to to try to, to go the other way. And if you go that way, you will see so much more progress and you will feel so much more connected with your partner because believe it or not these things do lead to greater intimacy and i'm not talking about you know sex i'm talking about greater intimacy and saying you know somebody i I, i've been in love with you and married to you longer than i was single yeah me too (laughs) which is crazy uh and beautiful at the same time yeah it's so beautiful so uh it's poetic so those things don't happen you can't get to that beautiful poetry without having some understanding of these things, right? And having a discipline and an intention to it. So listen with the intent to uh, understand, not answer. Right. And uh, as far as uh, speaking goes, I wanted, to, I wanted to touch a little bit on this. Um, I was raised to believe uh, that, that you should say whatever's on your mind, whatever's on your heart, just say it, just speak it. Um, but you know what? There's this analogy that I liked. It was it's this game that you can play with people. You get a toothpaste tube and you you get the people to squeeze out all the toothpaste, and then you say, "Okay, I'm gonna give ten dollars, whatever money you want to say, uh, to the first person who can put the toothpaste back in the tube." And the whole point of it is to teach the lesson that some things that are said can never be taken back. So just because you feel it, just because you think it, doesn't mean you have to say it. I mean, you may say that you're in the safety of your marriage and your spouse or or your significant other knows exactly who you are and they need to know everything about you, but just be honest for a second. Have your feelings never changed? Have you ever felt so certain one moment because you were filled with fury or anger and then a couple days later you realize that you don't exactly feel the same way? Not everything needs to be told. Not everything needs to be spoken, especially if it's something hurtful. Just stop and think, is it important to talk about it? Because once it's out, even if it's your your partner, your significant other, your husband, wife, those are words that were released and they were heard and you can't get that back. Yeah. I I think of it like a budget sometimes. Yeah. You know, uh, I think we all understand that if you have a thousand dollars a month in income, I'm doing thousand because it's super easy at math. 
you know that you can't spend more than a thousand dollars. Yeah. Right. That that makes complete sense. So it, 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 there's, but we've also been in those situations where, man, you really want this, right? I want that motorcycle. I want that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know whatever it is that 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 you're thinking about right now. Um, Not we've a all motorcycle had, for me. Yeah, I don't think it's a motorcycle. <laughs> I was thinking probably me. like Adobe Photoshop, yeah. uh, some new version, or Woo-hoo. or something yeah. like that. Michelle's very creative. Um, uh, so we all want that, that, that thing. And we sometimes are willing to spend it, but we've also been those times when we were willing to spend it. And then we had to live with the consequences of that. Yeah. The debt, the can't, you're can't even buy beans and rice, you know, and the really horrible tragedies that sometimes come from overspending. So the same happens with your over speaking and the long term, you're going to be with this person or relationship for a really long time, which is beautiful. It's absolutely wonderful. Don't ruin it. Yeah. Because today, maybe that feels like it needs to be said. But but in 15 years, is it going to diminish them? You know? Yeah. And and you you have to think of them in a different light. And and yeah, sometimes it feels like you're not expressing yourself. You're not getting that dopamine hit, right, from saying what you wanted to say, which uh, mm. is why a lot of us do that kind of ridiculousness. But, you know, save the dopamine hit. Save it for some other wonderful time, you know, uh, with with in a better context. You don't right. need it from this. Right. And you know what? Here's the thing about saying stuff. You can always say it later. <laughs> You can tell yourself, maybe not, this is not the moment to make such a big decision on such a big thing to say and give yourself that uh, time and say, if it's really important, I can always come back and talk about it in the right moment. What's the point of picking a moment of conflict to bring up something that is going to hurt? Yeah, absolutely. And then our our final message uh, is is a simple one. It's kind of, we've, we've spoken a little bit about this, but just remember that, you know, we always, there's always in couples, you've seen it. Somebody wants to be right. And it's like, there's always that one person that wants to be right. Just remember if, if you're right, then somebody else is wrong. Right. And that just doesn't work. You, you can, nobody wants us that relationship. Uh, Relationships are about being balanced, equal, and feeling both like they have contributions to say. You already have a ton of things against each other just in the in the differences between the sexes, right? And then you also have even more stuff with your background and their background and their family and your family. Don't pile on more stuff with uh, I gotta be right. Because that means if you gotta be right, somebody else has to be wrong. And so there's another little thing. So our rules of engagement, and I'll kind of recap them. Number one, no nuclear bombs, no scorched earth policy. Don't ever go off the rails and say something that will literally destroy the relationship forever, right? Or maybe you could recover. People say, oh, I'm going to divorce you if you do that. It's like, dude, don't say that, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, It's just don't, don't practice that. Don't practice that stuff. Don't make them ever. Don't make anybody ever feel like that violence is a possibility. 
Don't ever let anybody feel like uh, any threats are a possibility. You do that. I'm going to do this. You uh, don't have sex with me. I'm going to end up sleeping with somebody else. You know, none of that stuff. Those are nuclear bombs. We don't say those things. We may feel that way. We don't express that. Find a different moment to talk about your emotions in a better way. But if you're feeling tempted to say that kind of stuff, just walk away. Drop it. Walk Uh, away. And second was, in case of emergency, make sure you have a drainage plan. If things are getting hot, don't, don't continue. Stop. You need to eventually get to the, you know, come back and fix it, right? And figure it out. But things don't have to get resolved in a moment. As much as the urgency feels like you got to get this resolved before today or tomorrow. No, you don't. You can walk away. You can let cooler heads prevail, right? And come up with compromise later. So get together and And discuss in a moment of peace a set of actions or a a plan to have in case things get suddenly really escalated so that you don't have to rely on thinking because you're already in you're already in reaction mode. You can just rely on your plan. Like people do for fire drills and other kinds of situations that you practice for and then when it's happening you've rehearsed you know what to do yeah and uh the third was listen with the intent to understand not the intent to answer so really listen to people from trying to understand where they're coming from even if it's hard even if it's difficult listen where we're where trying to understand where they're coming from and so uh, the fourth would be... Measure your words. Measure your words. Yeah. Yeah. You got to measure those words. Make sure that you don't say something that 15 years from now you're going to regret. Right? Um, uh, that's that. So we want to share with you a little bit about our process in writing rules of engagement, which, by the way, we have many more, but they're probably irrelevant to some of you guys. And maybe one day we'll share them. I'm really interested in what you have to share with us. So don't forget to leave us your thoughts and your comments on this episode. Scroll down to the to the show notes there and you'll find more information. Thanks again for spending some time with my little family. Uh, really appreciate you guys and we wish you a amazing whatever week or year you're listening <laughs> the to this. Time of the day or night. Thanks for showing up with us.